0: Realms of Peril and Glory will begin after these short messages. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story. Dark Dice. A horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. We'd
1: like to thank our patrons, Nika, Max Breyer, and David Orion, for their support in making this series possible. If you'd like to join them and get ad-free listening, bonus shows, and a lot more, then head over to patreon.com lightandtragic.
2: Welcome back to Realms of Peril and Glory. I'm Maddie Searle and I will be your Game Master slash Strife player today. And we'll be playing Agon, which is a fast paced TTRPG set in ancient Greece. And it's designed by John Harper and Sean Nittner. And today I will be playing with three fabulous players, starting off with James Barbarossa.
1: Hello, I'm James Barbarossa and I will be playing clear-voiced kante the um incredibly drunk bard right now a uh, follower of dionysus and um generally just not very happy about being in the house of the dead
3: very fair and ella watts i will be playing many wade calliope a follower of Hermes, who refuses to use a door or confine their sexuality or gender to just one direction
2: Excellent. And Hedley. Hello,
1: I am Headley Knights, and I will be playing the slightly sleepy uh, Himbocules, usually quite mighty, but didn't really get much of a good night's sleep uh, because of this fish thing with the hairy nose. So, But we're getting there. That's true. There was a big hairy-nosed fish.
2: There was indeed. All right, so last time on your ship, you it did indeed counter a big hairy-nosed fish, which was gently... Biffing the side of your boat and Kante and Calliope did manage to uh, work out that it was just curious and was wondering what this weird wooden thing was doing in the middle of its ocean. So you um, managed to distract it with um, chicken uh, carried by the wonderful Aristides the falcon. Uh, and, I was
1: going to eat that.
2: Yeah, Kante was not pleased. Their dinner was sent off into the ocean in the mouth of a giant fish. As you uh, continued on your way, you came across the island of Acheros, which um, is a forested island with a house on top of a hill which is bathed in a veil of blue flame and also surrounded by hordes of the dead. Um, and thanks to Calliope's quick thinking and Kante's uh, silver tongue, um, the sailors decided not to abandon you um, to your fate and also you managed to get into the house without being burned by this strange blue fire. Um, so now, you have also managed to find your way through the shifting illusory corridors of the of the manor, thanks to um, Calliope's quick thinking, and you have come across a courtyard in which there is a sombre-looking woman who is whose face is covered in tears, and she's surrounded by twisting, curling pomegranate trees which are growing out of the walls of this courtyard. And so what would you like to do? My dear.
1: <laughs> I just, I just, I take, I take a knee in, in my most concerned way. My dear, how can anyone be sad among so many poms? Gesturing at the pomegranates hanging around.
2: She looks somewhat confused and starts crying again.
3: <laughs> uh, this is Himbercules. <laughs> don't blame him. I think maybe someone dropped him when he was small. Into
1: the river um, sticks, maybe.
2: Uh, yes,
3: and made you invulnerable everywhere except the Um <coughs> It's really nice to meet you. Uh, well, like I say that it's probably not nice because you're crying, and also the world seems broken here. Um, could you maybe tell us what's going on? We want to help.
2: I would like you please to roll Arts and Oration. Oh you can no! Can't I also want say, to take part in this
3: contest? I will yeah. take
1: part in the arts and narration contest.
3: I'll, I'll like roll it to Kante. see what happens, but I've got to a D6. out
1: the D eight.
3: Hell yeah! Do you want to take a D six for me for support?
1: Hell yeah! I'll take a D six for support.
3: Heck yeah!
1: I'm feeling pretty confident about this one, guys.
2: All right, I'm gonna roll the strife level. Um, also, not um, a uh, um, The this foe is sacred, so if you suffer against this foe, you have to spend the divine favour. Great! Um, so, that is an 11 for the strife level.
1: Well, I got a 13. Hell yeah! Kante has um, craftily put the vomit um to the side before entering the room. <laughs> And is feeling much better uh, now that he's uh, now that he's thrown up, and uh, is going to uh, approach the 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 lady while uh, while these two speak. And just be like, now I know these guys are rather a lot. Um, why don't you just start with telling us what the problem is, what what's gone wrong, and and how can we help? Because that's what we'll do. We'll we'll help you out however we can, and. Um, I hope that we can find some way to solve your problem. Multiple heads are better than one, and it's always good to get a, another viewpoint. These problems might seem grand now, but with other people around, we'll sort it out.
2: Fabulous. You also get 11 glory for your success in that contest. Multiple
3: heads. Like her dog, Tight. Cerberus, because this is for sure Persephone. <laughs> if she or like if she feels she's got big Persephone like the pomegranates, the Hades, the curvy lady, the...
1: Yes, Yes. Yes. Rather... I'm getting that vibe myself, but And uh, she's
2: sacred. Like
1: Yeah. I'm getting that vibe myself.
2: Um sadly this is not Persephone herself, oh, but no. it is that is someone who probably chill used to chill with Persephone a lot. Down in the underworld, um, so she um, she kind of wipes the tears away from her eyes and says, "I uh, thank you. Um, I I didn't expect to find uh, people who wanted to help. Uh, I'm I'm Orphany. I'm uh, I'm a nymph, and I uh, I'm the torchbearer of Hades. And uh, as you could probably tell from the blue flames surrounding this house." Um, someone took my flame and turned it against me and trapped me in here.
1: That would rather put a dampener on things. Um, do you have any idea who it was?
2: I... I think it was, um, Erastus. Uh, yes, he... Arrested. um He is a very powerful, um... I think the word necromancer would be suitable in this case. Uh, right. He uh, he's a he's very powerful and he very much wants to control um, the power of life and death, um, which is sort of mine and my boss's deal. So I'd yes. very much rather he didn't. And I'm pretty sure Hades is going to be super mad at me for losing the flame and letting all these dead people out and so uh yeah this isn't this is not a good day for me um and uh, a, a few tears start to flow down her face and as you as the the tears drop on the on the ground you can see that they kind of the pomegranate trees trying to drink them in and grow even more luscious as they're feeding off her tears that's handy um and she continues saying uh well yes um I think um, what I've heard is that he lost his whole family when he was quite young and uh, now he's determined to make himself immortal and to bring them all back from the dead. So uh, there's there's a part of this house um, where there's a a portal to the underworld and he has used his um, machinery and magic to pervert it and go in there to try and just find the magic of death for himself so he's in this house he's he's both in this house and in the underworld right
3: what which god does he honor which god does he
2: follow I believe that he uh, I think he thinks of himself as a god I don't think he follows any particular god I think he he yes, aspires he aspires to the heights of Olympus I believe or perhaps uh, his own, his own special mountain where he can be a special necromancer boy all by himself.
3: Thick bands.
1: Well, I mean, I'm sure we'd all love to be big special necromancer boys on our own little mountains, but the fact of the matter is, is that this is very what? disruptive to life. What?
3: I I just thought that it was more of the kind of eternal Bacchanal thing for you rather than oh, the dead. Oh,
1: sure. Certainly. Either way, um, I'm just trying to be empathetic. Um, right. But, you know, um, look, it's... it's. If, if he's in here, could, could could we help? Could we help find him? Could we help take the um,
3: torch, take the torch
1: back? back? I mean, I'm, uh, I'm sure Calliope would be very understanding with him. I'm sure Calliope... Calliope seems like a sort of my whole family's dead sort of person.
3: I'm a people um, person.
1: That archetype. Yeah.
3: I'm very good at talking to people.
1: You know, the standard. Everyone, I'm very everyone I know is dead.
3: Everyone I meet becomes my friend. That workplace
1: dynamic. So so what's the plan? What what has been preventing you from getting it back and how can we help?
2: Well, um, I don't believe there's anything we can do about the torch right now. I think that Erastos, um, I think his magic is too strong for us to break it without finding him first. You um, can
1: trick him and steal it? Calliope's um, a very good thief.
2: I do like stealing
3: things. We
1: could we could slay things near him to intimidate him.
2: Yes. Um. He likes First of all, things. you'd need to get through a rather volatile portal to the underworld. I can show you where it is, but that would be dangerous. Another option is trying to seal him away, which is uh, not something I can do. Hades is not keen on uh, sharing the, the details about portals with uh, with his employees in case they, they do their own thing. Right. Mm, that wouldn't get
1: you the torch back, though, would it?
3: I have an idea. The... Okay, so famously, fields of Asphodel really difficult to find your loved one again. There was a whole thing about many people who kind of cursed to wander forever through the fields looking for their loved ones. So presumably, he summoned so many shades because he can't find his family. So if he thought that he had accidentally brought out the shades of his family here, then he would come back through the portal to reunite with them. So I guess I have two questions. The first one is, or do you know through your relationship with death and through your, you know, millennia of wandering through the fields of Asphodel and Hades itself what they look or sound like and then Kante, can take can you we mimic dress them?
0: up?
1: So you're saying we'll dress up as his family
3: Well I was thinking Kante if you can mimic voices then you could perhaps perform one of their voices calling out to him for him to come back through the I portal. could wear a dress I have
1: I have I have shown no I'm already wearing a dress. Um, if anyone's wearing a dress, it's me.
3: More than one of you I, can wear dresses. No, I don't know I, why you think no, only one no. person can wear a dress. No. This isn't...
1: I'm not being okay. shown up again. Not after okay. last time. So.
3: It's not your fault. He has very beautiful breasts.
1: Well. Damn it. Well, I didn't the... know it was your birthday.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that I golden sho- shimmer is just kind of natural. It wasn't makeup.
1: Uh, I have shown absolutely no sign of being capable of mimicking voices beforehand, but yes, I'm fairly certain I could probably give that a damn good try. Um, Or at the very least distract him with a um, theatre or perhaps a sultry performance of some kind.
3: So you could do that dance thing you do with the scarves.
1: The scarves. I don't have my scarves on me. Have you got any scarves on you? Orphany, do you have any scarves on you?
2: Um, she reaches into the leaves of a pomegranate tree and pulls out a beautiful dark red scarf and hands it to you. Oh, that's
1: perfect. That's precisely my colour. That could come in handy.
2: You're very welcome. Uh, It's the least I can do when I've uh, completely failed in my duties and allowed the dead to roam free. Uh,
1: What do you know about his family?
2: I'm afraid I don't know a huge amount. Uh, I'm very much on the kind of porch side of things rather than the customer-facing side of things. I'm sorry. I I don't really know much about them.
3: Is there anything at all you could do? I mean, beseech Lady Persephone or Lord Hades or even through a prayer, I mean, have they ever communicated with you in visions or just anything at all that you could use? I mean, of all people, it feels like one who serves the Lord of the Dead might know something of them.
2: I will, um, I'll try my best but, um, I fear that Erastos may have severed my connection with the underworld for now with his magics. I will I will I will do my best and I'm gonna roll a um I'm gonna roll a D ten and if it's um if it's five or lower Um Hades is not Cappy uh, if Could six, I four, assist
1: five. her by by playing some calming focusing music? No uh, five beats.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna stay uh
1: lo-fi greek beats
2: (laughs) to relax slash
1: summon the dead to (laughs) cool contact the dead with
2: um i will so i'll add a d4 for the muzak beautiful um and that was a 10 and a 1 so that she absolutely manages to get in contact with hades and her her eyes go completely red um and her her hands fall down to her sides and her lips move but no sound comes out and um, her fingers start to glow very faintly and I think I'm
1: gonna grab that urn again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um and eventually um, the sort of silent conversation that she's having ends and she sh- shakes her head and her eyes return to normal. She says, um, "Hades has." Uh, He's, he's not happy at all but he is aware that helping me will help resolve this situation. So he has sent me um, he has sent me uh, sort of visions of the family so I can, I can describe them to you okay. and uh, I can also um, mimic their, their voices.
1: Oh, I was going to do
3: that. Um,
2: well, she well, can mimic I them to can, you so can, that you can
1: learn you're probably them and then you better, can You're probably better at it than me.
3: She's trapped here as well. I don't know how
2: if she, if she can leave this room.
1: Can you leave the room?
3: Well,
2: yeah, I kind so can of can take
1: us to the portal.
2: I can, I can take you to the portal. Um, I kind of used my my pomegranates to shut me in to kind of feel a little safer. But um, if uh, and she waves a hand and the the trees start to part um, at the one end of the of the courtyard, and a corridor starts to um, emerge. Um, leading up to another another door. I'm sorry um, my dear are, are these
1: these poms up for grabs? Because they look delish
2: um, If you're hungry you can you can have one but uh, I, I, it, it may or may not uh, bind you in a contract to a certain amount of time in the underworld every year so that is that is an issue I'm not sure if the magic's working right now, but I possibly would risk it. Calliope snatches the pomegranate
3: out <laughs> of <No. with Mimokinesa's laughs>
1: hands. Kante, like, Kante puts an arm on Calliope's arm. He's like, whoa, well, wait, 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 wait. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> <scares."
2: laughs> <laughs> Mim- okay, is dense. just
1: very d- disappointed. He was very looking forward to a nice, tasty pomegranate. Oh,
3: damn. I've, I mean, I've good. got some jerky Mimokulis and kind of reach into, like, a leather pouch at my belt. Like, you can have some jerky. Okay,
1: I take the whole pack and...
2: EM1. Lovely, okay.
1: And I sadly chew.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so, uh, let's go to the portal then. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit nervous, but, uh, it's probably the best way to fix everything. All right, okay, okay. And, and she, she kind of, of um starts, starts to, to um gather her skirts about her and sort of dust herself off and try and make herself look wait, a bit neat. Wait,
3: wait, hang on, hang on. Gonna kind of step to the side with cante um I suspect that even if we get this torch back, if we kill one of his nymphs, specifically a very favoured nymph, Torchbearer, to do so, or get her killed in the crossfire, there was this whole thing on Kreos where oh. I tried to help people and EVERYONE died. So, right. yes. Um, what I'm a little bit concerned about is if we bring her with us then we're going to get her killed and if we get her killed then Hades is going to kind of cancel out you know the good deed will cancel out with the bad deed because like the nymph is dead but the torch Mm -hmm. is back so it's kind of like a net zero gain so maybe you should learn how to imitate the voices Uh, from her and we should leave her here where she's safe
1: you might be right um um, you might be right I was planning on leaving her at the door anyway but yes I suppose we can't bring her through the portal and her further away to do from the
3: crossfire the better yes
1: her knowing how to do it is not very helpful on the side of the portal uh, Orphany um, your name is Orphany
2: yes yes that's right
1: splendid um, now i uh, i was wondering if you could run me through this uh, impression of uh, erastos is it Erastases? erastos erastos Erastus' Erastus's family see if I can pick up how to do the voices any information that you have um, of any things that might be helpful to, to bring up.
2: And uh, she um, starts to give you detailed descriptions of what his mother looked like, what his father looked like and what his sister looked like and uh, gives you um, imp- and it's quite spooky because her voice literally changes into the voice of these I- people. Um Don't uh, heard a nymph. echo. I mean Yeah. <laughs> Nymphs can do things like that if they want. Um I'm sure are a little perturbed by that, but um do um mm. do manage Just to, as all normal. Yeah, you do manage to pick up the basics of um of what you would need to do to mimic these people. Okay, great. Do any of you have any magic capabilities at all?
1: I'm decent on I, I mean I'm I'm decent on the barbat. I'm not sure precisely how close that gets to magic. but um, His
3: singing voice is pretty much magical. He soothed an entire <laughs> flock of harpies. So I've been told.
1: Um, you know, I um, I do go by the lightning conductor every so often uh, ever since that fateful uh, event uh, back on Kriath. It's true, I performed at the top of a mast and lightning struck the harpies down. It was it was grand old time so I don't know how close that comes to magical capabilities but I mean I can it depends what sort of magical capabilities you're talking about
2: well uh I was thinking of uh um, the power of life and death and stabilising very volatile portals And I'm sure what you did was very impressive, it does that, sound very yes, impressive that, but It sounds uh, like that
1: might be beyond me um, Yes, yeah,
2: so um, I, I, I probably shouldn't have asked it, it was a, a silly question um, Do but you but have we, magical abilities? But wait, we don't want to go through the portal
3: We want to stay on our side of the portal and lure him back through Really? The idea is to avoid going into the world of the dead, if, if at all possible. I, mean, that's just generally right. a good rule I don't want that. to go into Hades. Now that you
1: mention it, that's probably better. Yes, I would yeah. rather avoid it. If it, if, that, if that's on the table, I wasn't aware that that was on the table, but if, but if, if that, staying here is on the table. That was
3: what I was thinking. If if Erastos has been bringing back the dead in order to find his lost family, then he's been summoning shades in volume to try and find his family. That must Spend mean it. that he has some way of monitoring the portal. If we imitate his family and suggest to him that by accident he's brought his family through, without realizing and that they're here just on the other side in the mortal realm waiting for him to reunite with them then hopefully that'll be enough to lure him back through the portal where we can deal with him on this side rather than in the world of the dead
1: yes so I'll lure him through and Bocales, you jump him yeah and Calliope you nick the torch Yep. Yeah. and then we'll all do a runner yes okay um <laughs> via the tree all right all right I'm sold
2: <laughs> all right, so um Orphany, uh, leads you along this corridor down to the door um I'll, I'll, up sing, of her, you. I'll
1: sing her a I'll sing her a rousing ballad uh, to to uh, get her spirits up
2: her her cheeks flush a little and a very slight mm. smile kind of tweaks on the edge of her of her mouth and I've
1: been writing a song about Krios, actually uh uh, hard to rhyme with Krios, but I've given her my best shirt.
3: Calliope had like a little kind of hammered bronze like hairpin with the shape of kind of like a flower on it in her hand, and she'd kind of been going to like give it to this very pretty nymph called Orphany, but then like sees Kante kind of singing and her blushing and just kind of tucks it back into their pouch and keeps Aww.
2: walking. <laughs> oh no! <Outbreaking. laughs>
3: I think I think Calliope is often like upstaged by Kante with like pretty ladies and it's just this okay. is like pretty much their dynamic. Krios, oh
1: my oh meos etc. <laughs> Prime Island for parties when you're not fighting harpies. Krios, oh Dios, mios. It's an absolute riot. If you're a big fan of pirates.
2: <laughs> and She does a little golf clap. Very <laughs> <Fair enough>. nice. <laughs> when you're finished. We had a
1: five minute break. I thought I'd not write one down. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing.
4: Excellent use of time. I've got
1: to be the bard at some point,
3: haven't I?
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back.
0: That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind.
1: This is the story of Harry Dallowitz, and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream.
0: So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
2: And so as you go through this, um, strangely, like, it looks like a very ordinary door, but as soon as you... you see a swirling black and purple portal just roiling like like an ocean in a storm Um, and sort of flashes of uh, lilac lightning scatters across it Um, and also surrounding it are um, strange contraptions and machines that seem to be Focusing their energy onto this portal um, in a way that um, may be controlling it or maybe um, doing something to it that it's not meant to be doing.
0: Oh.
1: Um, I don't like the look of this.
3: Oh, no, again, strangely Hephaestian, but I don't see why he would.
1: Yes. Um, involved. Well, I'm a scion of stars so I'm not sure i'd know anything about this um i have a divine favor of Hephaestus, you know is there anything i can do to sort of call upon i don't know Hephaestus and see if
3: i mean if Hephaestus, Hephaestus made mechanical animals and various automata really? powered by magic yeah that's again
1: hardcore which i obviously knew
3: I've been doing a lot of reading. Um, yes, and, and, and Hephaestus' machines are, are, are many and wondrous. I mean, even if he's not involved personally, he might be able to tell you how to dismantle yes. these.
1: If these. are ma- This is some complex machinery. You're a scion
3: of Hephaestus?
1: Yes, well, my father's a blacksmith. Um, so if this is a machinery, could I take a look at the machinery and see if I can sort of determine what any of this does?
2: Yeah, give me a craft and reason. Oh, great. Um, and I'm going to roll um, Erastus's dice for this because he's the one who made it
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna also um, have a go at it awesome uh...
1: okay um, I've rolled a, I've rolled a, um, a, I've given some divine favour from Hephaestus to this I've got a two a six and a four so a twelve
2: hey Alright. That's good. Unfortunately it's a thirteen for this one. ay. Oh,
1: no. Um, Calliope, are you helping me? Did you say you were yes. helping me? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'll I'll add another D6 to that. Okay. I got a three, which I guess I'm replacing the two with because it's the top two dice, yeah? So I got a six, a three, and a four. So a thirteen.
2: Fabulous. Alright, so Amazing. you get thirteen glory for that. <sighs> Once again, um, <laughs>
1: absolutely snatching this from by one from the Jewels of Defeat.
3: I, I have seven bond with Kante now. Damn. Spend
2: it at some point. <laughs> but
3: yeah. like hey. Probably, yeah.
2: Useful to have, useful to have. Um, so yeah, you've got your 13 glory and um, it is very strange machinery and you can tell that it's much more in the arcane realm of things than the sort of mechanical realm of things. They're sort of strange, unnatural, um, magical uh, machines. But you can also see that um, they are um, being powered by this um, this sort of oil. And you could think that if you were to drain this oil from the machines, then they would no longer work.
1: Does it look flammable?
2: Um, I would say yes. It looks flammable.
1: New plan. We lure him through. Himbocules, you jump Jumping. him. Rassle Calliope, him. wrestle him, if you will. You love wrestling. Uh, Calliope, set fire to the oil and we all do a runner.
3: I you remembered. Mm. My favorite thing is setting fire to things.
1: <laughs> I assumed so. I mean... I <laughs> Uh, we've never, we've never overtly said it, but I, I did rather assume you are a big fan of. Um,
3: well, there was that one time back in Athens. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Yes. Well, uh, uh, anyone have a pro? Um, Orphany, would that be a bad idea? Um,
2: uh, any, any sort of large explosion, even against someone who's powerfully magical, could definitely. Cause some damage at least, so it's worth a try.
1: Splendid. Um, well then, let's give it a damn good shot, eh?
2: Alright, so, um, let's, let me just have a little look at what I've got down here. Um, Bacante,
3: if you're a scion of Hephaestus, that means that you're somehow really like you are descended from a god by blood.
1: No, no, no! Not so much a scion. I'm not, not a. You know, I'm a. I, my father was a Hephaestus worshiper, and I was raised as a Hephaestus worshiper. My father right. did it more for the craft. I did it more for the for the creativity. I mean, um, Hephaestus
3: is betrothed, at least, to Aphrodite. Although gods know that she has not been faithful.
1: So I'm not. You know, I'm not. a... Demi-god. I'm not a scion or not, but I'm uh, I'm familiar with Hephaestus I'm a, a, fo- a, a I was raised a follower of Hephaestus though I'm more of a Dionysus uh, no, I'm a Dionysus man by, by choice
3: but, but I love, I love, I love machines and, and, and things like this, ingenuity. You know, one of my favorite philosophers, Archimedes, comes up with all of these incredible uh, kind of devices. And, and there's hmm. this, this, this one device that he came up with that um, it, it uses glass and mirrors, but it, it redirects sunbeams to, to set ships on fire from, 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 from port. It's incredible.
1: That it sounds like spooky uh, voodoo nonsense to me, but um, as long as it's keeping you happy.
3: But It's philosophy. You need
1: to be wow. careful with these um, philosophers. I've told you before, Karen. Though I? I'll admit that does sound useful. It, is there any way we could do that in this case? I suppose there's no sunlight coming in. It's eternal night. flame. Never mind.
3: Reflective to start the flame, though, yes.
1: Or Saturday. you could just throw something. Is there any torches and sconces around I, I,
3: here? I mean, I have a flint so Never that well. I can start fires.
1: Fantastic.
3: At all times. Yes. At least well, three.
1: Sure. At least three flint or at least three fire? Uh,
3: well, ideally both, but what? at least three flint just in case I lose one and then I want to start a fire. And if I yes. didn't have a flint, can you imagine?
1: So. Sure. You wouldn't be able to start a fire.
3: That's fate worse than death.
1: Yes. Uh, anyway, I'm going to um, step up to sportle, I suppose, and begin to um, do an impression of a member of Erastus' family. This can't All right. go wrong.
2: I think... Dead he- family. Yeah dead family. Yeah, so... I think the time has come for the battle to commence. Oh dun, no. dun, I need to roll for Erastus. So that is a 12. Oof. And you can choose whatever domain you want for the clash.
1: If I'm luring him out, I suppose I'm using Arts and Oration.
4: Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
1: So I will go with that, because that will give me two d8s, a d6, and then if I try and invoke some some divine favour, I can add another D4 to that.
3: Can I spend a bond on you? Can tip these to balls me because I'm also gonna roll. And I'll just take your sure. name die. Sure. I, I just have so much bond on you, I need to spend My it name somehow. dies a D eight. <laughs> yeah. We're a team! And I do think to be fair, like in the in the RP, we are all working together.
2: Yes, so. absolutely. Yeah. Um Humbercules, are you joining this contest? I as am well?
1: gonna join this contest.
2: Yes.
1: Well, Ooh. I got there. I got a a six on my epithet dice. I got a three on my D8 name dice. But I got a three from drawing on the uh, drawing on the insight of, of Hecate to help oh. me uh, mm. um, do a really good impression of, of this guy's family um, and work out what I can say to him that will that will help. Wonderful. Um, so that is. So I believe that's a twelve.
2: Yeah. Snatching nice. victory for the Jaws' defeat once more. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> I've got in total fifteen. Oh.
3: I used craft and reason, and I rolled a ten, and I got a six on my name die, so I got a six. Oh. Fabulous. Wow.
1: I'm glad I spent divine favor for everyone else to be better than
3: me.
0: I
1: also spent a divine. If vote.
3: it makes you feel better, this is what happened to me last session. But it wasn't even just everyone doing better than me. I was still failing also. So I only have three divine favor left total. Fantastic.
2: <laughs> I'm nearly dead. <laughs> so, um, uh, before I forget, um, Calliope now has a d10 advantage die to use later in the battle if uh, he so chooses. Starting with um Kante, what are you doing to try and lure Erastus back um to the through the portal?
1: I'm I'm just gonna do an impression of his dad. I'm gonna be like Oh Erastus! What <laughs> <are you?" laughs> How did you do this one then? I seem to be back from the dead, but I'm stuck in the world of the mortals, Erastus. I'm trapped on the other side of the portal,
2: Erastus, and I'm fiend, Erastus. You get your sorry backside out here now.
1: Shivers. That was so spot on. Excellent. I'm very
2: glad I didn't dictate what they sounded like earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Spot on impression. So you get six glory for that. Um... Beautiful. And uh, Himbocules also gets six glory. And um, what is Himbocules doing to aid in this endeavor?
1: Um, <laughs> well, I'm thinking I could lean in to the deceit. So I could say, I, the strong limbed Himbocules, Zion of Dreos, call on the authority of Zeus himself to strike down these shades that have come into the mortal realm, unless anyone can explain why they're here. Oh no, <laughs> Erastus, where's this big fellow here? He's gonna smite me and he's gonna smite your mom and your, 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 your sisters, we're all gonna get
2: sent back to the realm of the undead. Prepare
1: to be ah, so smitten young. by him, Hercules.
2: No. I love that you guys are just doing uh, an audio drama for <laughs> Rastos in game. <laughs> this is perfect. Um, and so, Calliope, who is best in this contest, what are you doing to try and lure Rastos back to the mortal realm?
3: Uh, well, I think uh, so. I'm anyway Calliope, take part in this contest and did not die for once. Um, but I, I think that what they do, um, I, I kind of. Because I rolled craft and reason, so uh,
1: shine a shine a torchlight, l- yeah, yeah, low no. angle, and project I, a shadow onto the portal in case that
3: works. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, I do kind of love that. Like, I, I what I was kind of thinking was like, so I'm imagining that there are like rafters or something to climb on in this room. I've been playing too much Dishonored recently. Um, Same, honestly. I, What I want to say is, like, I kind of climb up somewhere so I'm like above the mirror to the side in the shadows, and I want to chip my flints and the sparks to kind of fall down into the oil from where I'm kind of crouched in the rafters, and the sparks to set the oil on fire. And then as the oil sets on fire, I want to try and kind of throw my voice a little, not as well as Kante, but like just a little bit, and just make the sound of just like a person crying, like just like and try and like imitate like a child crying and 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 kind of to j- j- just kind of like fill
1: Erastus, in. you've put your sister in a terrible state. <laughs> Get out <of>
2: here now. <laughs> you're a big, terrible young man. And can I also pitch something? please um tell me if you don't want to include this, but I quite like the idea of um Calliope like leading a trail of oil up to the machines like a sort of fuse so it doesn't get set off immediately and so it's like there's a bit of time left before
3: I've got got an idea Um, so yeah I love that Um, so I've got I've still got Aristides with me my lovely falcon so I'm gonna climb up into the rafters and I'm gonna kind of give Aristides like a little uh, bit of jerky and then like kind of uh, click my tongue at him and he's gonna fly down and kind of pick up one of these kind of vials of oil drip it across the floor and then I'm gonna have that shower of sparks fall down like, um, and start burning in the oil start racing towards the machine
2: Fantastic Alright, so um, as uh, you all participate in this elaborate illusion and strange audio drama performance to (laughs) lure Rastos back to the mortal Uh, world
1: is trying to do some ad hoc foley like,
2: oh, oh (laughs) take that, take that oh, oh, no (laughs) Erastus save us! There's a cabbage out of nowhere that you just stab. <laughs> Erastus, you, get your sorry
1: backside out there now! Erastus doesn't come soon. I'm being I'll punched. slit your oh. throat, young old man. Oh, <laughs> get up! Himbercules thinks that the sound for everything is just hitting hitting his shield. <laughs>
0: Wonderful.
2: Um, so, and slowly emerging from this roiling portal, you, st- you see a head start to emerge, Like, and at first you just see these very cold, grey eyes um, above the surface of the portal, and eventually, um, slowly rising, as if he's on a sort of elevator, this um, very scary skinny, almost skeletal man in these very elaborate robes um, emerges and he stares at all of you um, in confusion and rage and he he yells out, you, you you, traitors! My family isn't here! You shall all die! Himbocules!
1: Rugby tackle him! <laughs> <laughs>
3: Rugby hasn't been invented yet. Kante just made it up.
1: I don't know what rugby is, but I sure know what tackling
2: is. so now we move into the threat portion of the battle um, and so you can either choose to seize um, which will set the terms of the of the final stage both in terms of what will happen to Erastos and what domain you want to use um, or you can choose to defend and stop a disaster from happening and um, in this case there is only one disaster that um, could happen and that is that uh Arastos will kill Orphni, so um, you can either choose to go on the offensive or the defensive.
1: Imbokulise is going to go straight for the for the seas. Kante I think is also going to go for the seas.
3: <laughs> Kalafi is going to go for the defend to
1: protect if it helps I think if you defend her I reckon you're in there
3: <laughs> I mean uh, well, but if I fail then she dies again we <laughs> know
1: necromancer uh, you know you've got experience in. every mourning, woman I so. meet
2: dies I'm if like a comic book male superhero <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> fridging constantly happening around you <laughs> Kaliopis is wherever he goes. I'm going to pitch for this to be blood and valor because it's very much like he is going to be attacking you with magic. To be entering contests against Erastos, you need to spend divine favor. So I'm going to say that we're just going to do one divine favor for the whole battle rather than three for for each part of the battle. So if you could all please uh, mark off one divine favor because he's a mythic foe. Cool. and luckily none of um, you have suffered against him so you haven't had to mark pathos
3: yet. I'm gonna also spend another bond just because I have six with Kante um, just to take your name dice again please
2: <laughs> yes um, go ahead it's a DA's. I'll just roll to see what the, um, the strength level is uh, so that is, that is actually a ten so that is reasonable
3: you guys ready I really don't want this nymph to die
1: not especially um I'm going to use spend a bond with Hemboklees to give myself a D6. Oh yeah. Oh Jesus. Oh dear.
3: Hemboklees, oh. I
1: hope you've done well. <laughs> um, I might borrow a bond from Calliope and see if I can boost this a little bit.
3: Yeah, definitely take it. Um, in which case, actually, maybe I will take one from Hemboklees.
2: <laughs> so okay, I'm going to take just, one from Kante.
1: Uh, Let, let's let's. Ju- it's helpful, but it's not. It doesn't. Oh, it's helpful, geez. but it doesn't Bondage boost everywhere. Me. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Okay, I'm. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> no. Geez. Okay. What? What was the? Do Do we know the number we were aiming for? Ten.
3: Ten. I
1: got twelve. Ten.
3: It's not that high. Oh, you got okay. twelve. Amazing. Okay, so that's good. I am. Okay, so I got an eight.
1: I got a nine.
3: All right. Um, but I rolled. Uh. Hemochulisis die. It got a one, so um, so I'm I might actually use my T10 Advantage die just because I really don't want Orphany to die.
2: Yeah, that, um, is that is fair.
3: But also, if I use it now, it is going to be harder for us to win the next round. So I just want to share that with the other players and ask them if that's okay.
1: You do what is in your heart. I think for your character reasons, that's probably best if Orphany doesn't die.
3: I really don't want her to die. I really don't <laughs> want her to die. Oh god. I rolled a 9. Oh. <laughs> I rolled a 9 which takes me up to a 15. Amazing. Amazing. Okay,
1: so I'm the only one who failed then. Splendid.
3: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you you can spend bond with me to block harm for you and neither okay. of us
1: take harm. It's okay. I i i It's about damn time I take a, I take some hits.
2: <laughs> Starting off with Kante. Um Erastos sends a blast of pure black shimmering energy in your direction mm-hmm. um how do you how do you in what way do you fail to dodge this
1: um kante is going to spring fox-like into a crouch ready to jump away and then suddenly have a whitey and just uh begin begin to have a, an overdose uh an overdose sickness and just get blasted by um Rays of nasty business. The uh, the Himbercules assist die was me going, watch out, and then you not know watching <laughs>
0: Uh
1: And I was watching out. I was about to jump out of the way, but the swirling like brings my um, drunken headache back, and I uh, uh, collapse to the deck and have a freak out.
2: There. So yeah, the blast of energy comes straight in your direction and. You fall back on the floor, um, gasping for breath, and uh, you, as you look down, you notice that your left arm is black and rotten, um, and you oh, take a mark oh, of pathos. That's
1: fine. That's that's not my strumming.
4: <laughs> oh,
1: no.
2: Himbocules, you were wanting to seize the advantage, weren't you? So how do you do that?
1: I run forward and then slash him with my sword. We were standing at the edge, yelling yeah, into the fair, portal. Yeah. <laughs> so as he turns to you, I turn and hit him across his spell-casting arm to attempt to break it from him hurting you any further.
2: Amazing. You disarmed him. Disarmed. Ooh. Boom. Ugh. Yeah, and you hear... Um, it's too
1: soon. It's too soon for the arm, <laughs> joke. It's too soon.
2: Oh, no. Oh, God. An arm for an arm. <laughs>
1: Oh, I should have said um, that, shouldn't I? Enough, enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: so uh, as you slash out with your massive sword, you hear a screech of pain as Erastus' arm falls down and into the portal and is sucked into the underworld. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, uh, oh I've got to say, I also yeah. used the, di- Don't I use the
1: divine favour there um, to ask for Demeter's conviction uh, in... My big slashing action, which I think worked out well.
2: Fantastic, and you almost uh, smell the the scent of freshly baked bread on the on the wind oh. as your strike is successful and Demeter lends her aid. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Erastos is now writhing in pain, clutching his uh, what's left of his arm, which is now uh, severed at the elbow. Um, and very much distracted uh, and is sort of, he's hovering above the portal and sort of rocking from side to side in pain. Um, And so coming up to uh, the one who is best once again, Calliope, how do you defend Orphany from Erastus's wrath?
3: You know, we we kind of set up this trap, so I'd like to say that it kind of starts working a bit, first of all, so we put so we put so much work
2: into it <laughs> absolutely
3: um, so like maybe like some of the machines start catching fire and with kante's kind of insight like they kind of start exploding and that and that can kind of you know now street smarts have thrown him off his balance um with Arastos. um but then i think like maybe i want to be heroic i'll get it you tell me if you don't want this to be how it goes but I kind of like the idea um, I kind of like the idea that maybe Arestos, like spots Orphany and assumes that she is sort of the mastermind behind all this since she has I mean he stole her torch and everything and so kind of like lashes out to, to to you know hurt her and what I really want to do because I think it would be cool um, is that Calliope kind of like somersaults down from the rafters with both of her swords drawn and kind of like deflects the kind of like arc of light with the side of her blade, and like just stands in front of Orfenny both blades drawn, and kind of like looks back over her shoulder at Orfenny and it's just like, "It's all right, I've got you."
2: Amazing. She she swoons a little, and
1: uh, <laughs> very nice. Uh, Hey, it uh, sounds like, a, four, sounds like a, a 14 roll to me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, Listen, I just wanted it to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> and you also get 10 glory for um, being the best oh, in this yeah. contest. Um, so Erastus is, is very distracted by explosions, are missing, not able to kill the nymph he's really angry at. Um, he's having a very bad day. So um, you get to choose the stakes of the finale. So... Um, First of all, um, Himboukulis, what um, domain do you want the finale of the combat to be?
1: Well, my best is definitely Blood and Valor. Um, You two are arts and narration and craft and reason, respectively.
3: Yes, Yes. but I gave up my advantage die last round, so I think stacking it in your favour is as good a plan as anyone And I think
1: this guy is asking for some blood and valour right now. Um, so Fair. I think I'm going to stick with that. Fight Craft and Reason with Blood and Valor.
3: My, my second best is Blood and Valor because I upgraded it last session when I oh. got super killed by oh. nice, parties. Nice, nice. So I've got a D8 on Blood oh, and
1: Valor. Nice. So. I also have a D8. Nice. What do you have in Craft and Reason then?
3: D10. Whoa! That's how I was able to roll a 10 Yeah, earlier. that's
1: from taking a absolute butler massive
3: beating yeah. <laughs> yeah just really a
2: massive beat um, cool I will um,
1: so I'm a D8 in Blood and Balor as well so definitely go for Blood and Balor then and I've got some bonds like I can call on as well
2: right and what do you want to if you win what do you want to um, happen to Erastos? Um do you want to send him back into the underworld do you want to totally kill him do you want to put, um, send the dead back into the underworld what do you want, what, what's your end um, goal
1: I think sending the dead back to the underworld would be best for everyone I think probably best for them as well because I don't think they're enjoying take Erastus with you yeah and take Erastus with you but maybe in such a way that he can't because he seems to be able to move around
3: get, get, the, torch get back. the
1: torch back yes so we need to mm, get the torch yeah. back send the people back and he can go back with them but hopefully without the torch and therefore without being able to do be a wrongin'. Yeah, because I don't obviously yeah. want to send him back to where. I think you should. Well, that's kill the thing. Him. I was thinking: do we kill him or do we just send him back? But if we send him back, will he carry on doing nasty business? I think just kill He's, he's been he's, he's been pretty gone. rubbish. So I think yeah, I think we blood follow him. Yeah, he's a nasty guy. So, Yeah.
3: Besides, if you kill him, he'll reunite Badly. with his family, which, which is, is actually what he
1: wanted, yeah, happy ending. You're doing him so, a <laughs> favour. So kill him, take the flame, and then and send all the uh, the dead folks home.
2: Awesome. Cool. so we have the stakes stakes are high um i'm gonna roll once again i'm gonna roll once again to see what um Erastos is doing um oh mama that i rolled a nine oh, on the d10 <laughs> oh, dear. so that is uh uh let me just double check with my fingers because i'm terrible with numbers that is a 14 um 14 to beat Cool. Yeah, I just wanted to double check even though it's cool. very simple maths I just wanted to check If
1: I roll I've got a d6 and a d8 If I roll maximum on both I can do this just about
3: You can also spend um, bond for extra dice from maths I'm going to spend yes, bond to use your name again because but yeah,
1: it, There'd still be sixes so... Um, yeah.
2: Yeah, that's a good or way. because it's Blood and Valor, yeah. which isn't your strong suit, you can support um, one of your fellow players, or you can. Uh,
1: How do I support? Um, you just. You,
2: yeah, you just. You take one glory and one bond with the person you're supporting, and they uh, get a copy of a domain die.
1: Fair. Um, then I'll support Himbercules. Cool. <laughs> Himbercules. Um. I I reckon
2: I've got him on the ropes. <laughs> um, just finish him off.
1: You've got it, Kante and So you
2: can give the um, your arts narration die to Hercules because you're <laughs> encouraging him I'm going to gonna call
1: on take my bond did. with Calliope and uh, and say, Calliope, watch my back and get ready to back me up in case he gets me first. You got it. And I'm going to roll.
3: I am also rolling in the background and I'm going to use a, a bond with Kante um, which I'm going to say is honestly just that Calliope is really worried about Kante. <laughs> like I'm going to say it's, it's kind of the reflection of this and is just upset Fair. and kind of concerned.
1: Embolis could you you could you could you use a d8 for me instead? I, I certainly could. do, Yes. Cuz I've, I've already rolled. <laughs> well,
3: I rolled a 15. I can take a picture. I got a 7 and an 8 on my 2d8. Nice. Amazing. <laughs> That is epic! Fantastic.
1: I did not.
3: And I actually got a six on um, one of my dice as well, and a five. Amazing! And I've taken a picture. Because-
1: if I get a, if I still can get a D eight from James, I would have to get an eight to pass. Yeah. Because I've rolled. Go for it! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go for it! Oh come on! This has got to be an eight. <laughs> oh, it's not an eight. Mm-hmm. It's not an eight. I've just got three. I've got. One, two, three. I got four threes and two twos and a one.
3: Wow. This is yeah, this wow. is like me last round. I got everything except for the five I rolled were twos or ones, and the only way I was able to go up was by spending the advantage die because and I and I rolled with your name and I rolled a one on the d6 before using the advantage die and I got a fuck I was shooting. Oh, fact, I
1: did have a, I did you have a five, sweat. but it wasn't enough.
2: What did you get total?
1: Uh, what did I get in total? I got. So one of those many threes, a five, that makes eight, and the one from a divine favor, so nine. Calliope's got this.
2: Yeah, I got a fifteen. It's all good. Calliope's got this. So Hymnokleides gets one par- participation pity glory point, um, and uh, Calliope gets a whopping fourteen glory for um, for yeah. succeeding in this contest. So what does it look like as you completely decimate this necromancer and take back the torch for Orphney?
1: Calliope, Boris is going to be helping you. That's going to be my giving you my name, Darius.
3: Oh, yes, oh, hell yes.
1: I'm taking the hit, and Boris is going to come up
3: and do something. I mean, I, I was saying that, like, I was. I, I, before I was saying that I was u- upset about Kante being hurt, but I'm very happy to take a Boris. Um, yeah. I think, I think what I kind of like the idea, because Boris and I, we've kind of established uh, steal things and, and, and do things yep. together quite yep. a lot. Yeah. So, gonna tumble down from the <laughs> rafters. Glance the light with the blade. Get in front of Ulfeni, tell her it's gonna be okay. See Kante hurt. And I think like something in Calliope's demeanor just shifts and like interpersonally, she's quite awkward and not super confident, kind of an emo, but she is real good with two sharp knives in her hands. And she's also really, really angry. Um, So she's gonna kind of whistle at Boris and Boris is going to go with all those contraptions on the table which just started exploding and basically just start knocking them all off and, and kind of like pulling them apart and as Boris like starts to do this the portal starts to like kind of like spark and kind of shake and and, and, and things start exploding even more and Calliope is going to run up jump onto the table and then jump up on top of the portal where Erastos is and she's going to get both of her blades and kind of in a scissoring motion just decapitate him um, Amazing, classic um, and then she's gonna kind of shake the blades off, come back down, and go straight to Kante, and kind of look at their arm and be like, "Are you all right?"
1: Oh, um, you know, i um, It's like I say, it's not my strumming hand, so um, probably just be all right in the long run. Just a little bit of uh, a little bit of wine, uh, wrap it up nicely. I'm. Um, Sure, it'll be fine.
2: And you can actually see as um, Erastus' decapitated corpse is sucked into the portal, uh, swirling around (laughs) like something going down a drain. Um, The um, sort of black, rotten um, skin on Kante's hand starts to recede and healthy, healthy skin is starting to emerge. It's taking a very long time, and it will take a long time for it to go back to full health but you can tell that it is, it is ameliorating at, at a, a slow but steady pace.
1: Oh, it's already getting better. Should give us an hour.
3: <laughs> Calope kind of like quite strong, like one, one hand kind of pulls you to your feet and there's kind of like blood spattered a little bit across her face, but she mm. kind of holds onto your arm for a second. It's just like, stay at the back. You're the pretty face, so, you know. Okay,
2: uh, yeah, No, more than fair. I'll take that one. Alright, and uh, Orphany, um now has her torch in hand and she closes her eyes for a second, opens them again and they're, um, they're blood red and um, she starts to move her mouth in that way she did before, no sound but clearly having some kind of conversation and... Um, you hear the rushing whisper of the blue flame Phobos um, rushing back into the room and swirling around her like a snake and then uh, inserting itself back into the torch and then it now looks like a perfectly normal torch but just with a nice blue flame and uh, her eyes go back to normal and she says well that's, that's a lot better that's a lot better thank you so much and uh, she waves it um, in a beautiful pattern in the air, making letters in the air with the with the blue flame. As she does so, um, you can see the the spirits of the dead um, processing back through the house, and um, slowly they um, head back into the now much calmer portal. And uh, they're looking they're looking pretty miserable because they really don't want to be going back down there. But it's for the best, so um, they're uh, sort of they're also going down the drain and sort of swirling slowly down um, into the portal um, like a sink so um, all is all is um, right with the world once again apart from the massive destruction of all the machines have left some very uh, nasty burn marks on the on the um, architecture but I'm sure Orphney as an imp is easily able to fix that
3: on on the way back in in the pomegranate courtyard I'd like to kind of step aside with Orphany in my not-as-smooth, way-too-intense way that Pete does everything, but still would like to kind of step aside with Orphany, if, if that's Absolutely.
2: And okay. um, she says, um, yes, uh, what, what can I do for you? you? You've helped me so much. Thank you so much.
3: And a- any time,
2: well, I say that, we're
3: on this perilous voyage that I think we're probably not going to survive, so possibly just this one time, but, you know, if the opportunity arises again, I, I would... Help, um, I'm getting off track. Uh. Um, I was just thinking, um, may I? And Kalipe is going to kind of lift a hand to this, like, beautiful kind of curly hair that you described, like, hanging around her face. May may I? Just kind of gesturing to, like, touch her hair. Yes, of course.
1: Kanto's playing. Uh, green sleeves in the background
3: again. <laughs> so, Calliope is like blushing so hard like up the back of her neck like this very embarrassed kind of teenager kind of flush of Don't like do mind me. <laughs> just
0: just, just like, making yeah. sure the arm works. <laughs> Never mind.
3: <laughs> um, but, but still kind of like gets a little bit of determination. Today has been a good day. Um, and so kind of bolstered um, slips that kind of bronze golden flower pin and just like tucks it into a uh, or Fanny's hair to like tuck back a kind of curl That had been falling into her face And she kind of sets it there in the scissor I noticed it was getting your eyes So um, it suits
2: you Thank you, I shall I shall treasure this um, I I hope we, we meet again someday uh, I know we shall But uh, hopefully before you meet your inevitable demise
3: <laughs> Well we never know what the fates might give us and Calliope's going to kind of lean forward, give her a kind of kiss on the cheek, and then, like, face on fire, just basically kind of run away. <laughs> um. <laughs> flee, flee! <laughs>
2: um, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, if Mbokulis and Kante are watching Orphanet, you can see that she is also blushing, and her, her cheeks are very rosy red like pomegranates. And uh, she um, wanders back into the into the room with the portal, and... Um, uh, much more elegantly just sort of sinks into the portal. She, um, She's much too dignified to swirl around. Um, so she just sinks very gracefully into the portal and disappears from view.
1: Well. I reckon she's into you. Oh,
3: 100%. Oh, I mean, I, she's a nymph. I mean, she's a torchbearer of Hades. She's really important and I'm me, but.
1: So how does that, what does that have to do with anything? Canto, I reckon if you played Careless Whisper, that would have gone all the way. Oh. Do
3: you know, I heard about that. Apparently the poet Ovid composed it, and it's been really popular. I, I thought it was
1: Jovid. Jovid Mokuls. It's Jovid Mocules. Ah, I see. That's the one, yeah. I think the silent G confuses people as well. But... Yes.
3: It, it's all, and, and then it's whether or not you say, like, Govid or Jovid. Problem.
2: Absolutely, and as you as you're having this wonderful conversation, you're heading down the the hill, and um, the the clearing around the house is now free of spirits.
1: See, I told you this would be a good idea.
2: <laughs> and the um, the flame is no longer surrounding the house. Um, it is now uh, still a very magical and sacred house, but uh, it is a lot less flamey than it once was, and. All's well that ends well. See, aren't you glad you listened to me and
1: came to this island?
3: I am not going to shout at you, because you got very hurt. Well, And I, I'm i feeling fine about that, so I'm not going to shout at you, but I just want you to know I'm going to remember this. And in a week's time, yes. when your arm is definitely okay again, we're going to revisit this conversation.
1: Well, I want you to remember it because I told you this would be a good idea.
3: mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm you going to write a song about this one too? Sure.
1: I reckon I've got one down. What do we... we uh, Acherus, yes? But what rhymes with Acherus? I'll work something out.
3: <laughs> Himbocules, are you okay? I know you didn't get much sleep.
1: Well, I think as long as we, we set sail and hopefully it seems a lot less dark and cloudy here, so we've probably got some good daylight sailing ahead of us. If, if the Navigator can do on his own and the rose can do on their own, I may have a little a little lay down. I think, I think that, that lightning island may have taken a little more out of me than I expected.
3: You know, I, I have a good feeling about this and as Calliope says that she's going to kind of wave her hand and Aristides the Falcon is going to land on Himercules' shoulder.
0: <gasps> oh,
1: that's the good luck bird. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. Dogs of the sky and walk up in the sunset or sunrise (laughs) up (laughs)
0: onto the boat.
2: The sun begins to peek over the edge of the horizon finally, um, free to continue its journey. Um, You're all bathed in the warm yellow-orange glow and uh, you return to your ship where the sailors are very happy to see you return safely um, and are vindicated in their decision not to run away. So, and as you sail off into the the shimmering waters um, lit by the light of the sun, uh, we shall end the story there. Um, So thank you so much for playing. It's been an absolute delight. And, uh, Thank you for listening, um, people at home. So now let's go through our players and see where people can find them in uh, the internet sphere. So starting off with Headley.
1: Hello. I would like to recommend everyone listen to We Fix Space Junk, the sci-fi sitcom about two women in space fixing things and trying not to get killed in the process. Just search We Fix Space Junk in any podcatcher and uh, you can follow us on Twitter at We Fix Space Junk.
2: Sweet. And James, how uh, how about you?
1: Obviously, find me at uh, Phone on Twitter, though you probably shouldn't. And um, you should check out the Orphans, uh, a sci-fi audio drama about found family and uh, clones and warring for justice in an unjust universe. You should also consider supporting uh, our Patreon, at, uh, Light and Tragic, for uh, more, you know, behind the scenes good stuff and other uh, special one-offs that you wouldn't otherwise get in the main feed Um, and you can also uh, on the Patreon um, you'll also get uh, the Agon admin uh, which will be just sort of dealing with character fallout of um, what what happens after each of these uh epic adventures
3: straight up if you want the character feels check out the Argon it's really Admin. good it sounds Agon really boring
1: but- the, the epilogue section last week really? Was really really fun and we got to um yeah yes. we, you get to find out where we go what the fallouts with the different gods are we get a whole debrief of the episode yeah i definitely recommend this there's an epilogue segment to every island we do and you get it all for you if you just support that patreon light and tragic
3: and you see how like the relationships between us develop also if we raise enough money on patreon then we'll convince beth and headley to do a we fix space junk episode that's ancient greek that's not true that's (laughs) a lie (laughs) but i do really want it to happen since space junk has done pirates and they have done like kind of Indiana Jones archaeologists. I feel like we could have an ancient Greek. Maybe sponsorbot goes to ancient Greek.
1: I could see that. I could. I could see that happening. I could definitely see that happening.
3: (laughs) And Ella, you can find me on social media on Twitter and Instagram at gejwatts, where I post about all sorts of things, mostly my work and being gay. Speaking of my work, if you want to know more about it, then Doctor Who Redacted is a Doctor Who audio drama that is very gay and very trans, uh, that is now available worldwide on all podcatchers, which means that you can listen to it on the same app that you're using to listen to Realms of Peril and Glory right now. Uh, Check that out if you'd like to. If you want to check out more of my work, there's a free app called Zombies Run, which you can download. It's an interactive audio drama and fitness gaming app. I think it's pretty cool. I'm a voice director, there And finally, if you enjoy my approach to tabletop gaming, then you can check out the tabletop game I made called Upriver Downriver. Upriver Downriver is a game about rebuilding peace in the ruins of war, but it's also about being gay on a boat. Uh, It's a fun time and if you want to order that book either as a PDF or in a hard copy, then sign up to MacGuffin and Company's uh, newsletter, which is on their website, and you will be kind of alerted first when those books are available to pre-order and indeed just to buy, which should be pretty cool it's going to be towards the end of this year and i'm really excited about it uh yeah that's me thank you
2: you can find me on twitter and instagram at maddie underscore abstract where there are links to all the various things that i do including my itch.io page where you can find my hack of lasers and feelings called vampire cowboys which uh, we have played on a stream of this very show Um, As James mentioned, you can support the show at patreon.com slash lightandtragic. And you can also follow Realms of Peril and Glory on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at RealmsPod. And you can click on the link in the description for some RPG merch. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Farewell.